Hi, I'm Forrest Griffin. Brian Caraway. And Lisa Tate. What's up, guys? This is Joseph Benavidez, UFC flyweight. Hi, this is Greg Jackson, and you're listening to It's MMA Zing, and that is an amazing pun. Get it? Like MMA, but amazing? Amazing. Radio. Welcome to It's an Amazing Radio. I am your host, Dr. Law. With me, as always, DJ Mark. So, So it's just us this week, folks. That's it. And let me tell you, <laughs> you know, I sit here, and this is an audio medium, but Mark can confirm, I sit here with my title, okay? It's true. Ready to defend it, okay? Bought and paid for. Bought and paid for this championship and earned earned mark true okay? okay that's fair that's fair the physical belt paid for the tight of the championship earned okay because mm-hmm. folks mike's been talking a lot of shit mike's like oh this is my year this is my year and you know what happens mark the first week that we're ready to start picking fights again that's true you start defending today I'm, I'm defending today and you know what what mike's nowhere to be found chicken shit maneuver by mike chicken <laughs> sh- actually my man's got covid um, I was gonna say we're gonna say why. He's no, not here yeah, Mike's got valid, Mike's but. got uh, the homie Omi has uh, run Mark down, run Mike down, folks. All right, he got that Omicron. Um, Mike though is a responsible, reasonable adult who was vaccinated and boosted. So while he doesn't feel awesome, he's gonna be okay. Um, he actually was gonna do the show, but uh, he doesn't want to hear you. You know his coughing, his intermittent coughing. He doesn't want it to interrupt a. The show, so decent excuse. Exactly, I mean, someone that lives in New York City, it just seemed like a matter of time. Three I mean, people, any- three of my friends today tested positive in New York. They Yikes. aren't three people who hung out together. That's just today. Yeah. So, Manhattan's I, wild. I, think I told you, Christine went to get Starbucks this morning, and it was closed because there was a COVID outbreak in the Starbucks. It's like, man, it is. It what is our blast. office, uh, our office park uh, cafe, cafe there was closed for the last That's like true. four or five days. Mm-hmm. Um, so like we live in the Bay Area, Mike lives in New York, so much of the Omicron spike, it's, it's happening everywhere, but it's really bad in our two areas. So, mm-hmm. um, this is your periodic reminder that you should get vaccinated and boost. You know what? If you're not vaccinated now, you have no hope. Okay. If you're vaccinated, go I mean, get the booster. Okay. <laughs> I've given up hope. Yeah, you're a little, little behind the curve, but you know, <laughs> I still encourage, please. Cause like, dude, I saw, I he, saw we're spending 2.7 billion. California, I saw California is doing a $2.7 billion, like co- emergency COVID thing. And I was like, Oh, cool. Maybe more sick days that like, you know, government's going to help pay for stuff. It's like, nah, we're going to get more tests. I'm like, cool. More okay. vaccines. I'm like, cool. More boosters. Cool. And then we're going to spend a lot of money combating misinformation. I'm like, well, that ship yeah, sailed. Geez. That's over. Yeah. Okay. The fucking Trump couldn't get Trump people to get vaccinated. It's over. All right. Those people are, <laughs> that's done. They're not getting Man, vaccinated. What a shame. What a shame. I know. We're just, you know. Anyway, um, Mike will be back next week. Hopefully, uh, we're all here next week on the show. Um, you know, that's me saying, hopefully, me and Mark don't get COVID in the last week, the that's next the week. That's my plan. That's my yeah. plan. I'm, that's I'm, a, I'm masking up. I'm, I'm masking up. Our office is, is only a few people. So, yeah. Um, as I mentioned, uh, we're going to make our picks for one fight. And people might be thinking, man, just one fight. Why only one fight? Mark, you know why we're picking only one fight? I assume the card is really bad, but I hadn't looked at it in a while. Real bad. Real bad. Real, real bad. Um, terrible. Might we might say um, garbage. Um, so um, 
I, I feel we don't have to do this, but uh, we, of course, are putting the caveat of it doesn't mean the fighters are bad. It means they are poorly. They are not promoted or popular fighters. So I've, I've not yeah, been given we're, a reason we're, to we're care like about one-sided. Like we got Piera, Michael. Oh, that's that. Yeah. That, that fight got pulled. No, uh, oh, that was, uh, that was the co-main. Yeah, oh, that, boy, that's gone. I, it's, it's, I think it's gone. I think something <laughs> happened. Uh, we lost that fight. It was it's disappeared from a lot of. Uh, uh, oh, and you got Sa- Salahov withdrew from undisclosed reasons. I'm saying COVID. Okay. I'm just gonna yeah, do that because I mean, we're not. When well, UFC's not announcing that anymore, it seems okay. like. I did. I didn't want to give it a look because there's been some times where we will throw the garbage. Look, I like Brandon around. Royville. I like Brandon Royville. I think he's a good fighter. Okay. I think I'm there's something there. I have no fucking idea who he's fighting, and Royville's also coming off of two straight losses. So, and look, I'm a big fan of blonde fighter herself, Caitlin Chukasian. But what mm. I like about her has not a lot to do with the way she fights. It's not terribly exciting, and I don't know. I think her and Jennifer Maya is like here's two women who aren't going to fight for a championship. Yeah, but the two title contenders. That that was the only other fight. I was like, okay, there's something there. But yeah, we love this Co- we not... love Court McGee. Let me just we we all know yeah. this. Court I, McGee's I, I our guy. Court... You know what? He's the he's the main event of the prelims, but yeah. So I mean, look, we throw we throw the garbage card around a lot, but this one they're all, yeah, look, and again, any, all these free the cards same. have one mm-hmm. fight, maybe two. The rest, it's not worth your time. There's been some where it's scattered, where it's like, okay, I know this guy, and I know her, and I know these two guys, and like, okay, I, there's some interest here and there, not enough to really. Do, do you, you know, know if this is happening like lot like uh, like what time? Because the NFL playoffs is Saturday and Sunday. Mm. Yeah, so I wonder if they're not even four. trying. Oh, it's four main it card. It's four p.m. Yeah, so it's a little early, and it's okay. at the apex too. So they must be trying to so dodge some stuff. Four p.m. is normally when the second, if the football games start at, um, we're talking West Coast time, ten a.m. and one p.m. on Saturday. Which I don't know if that's what they're doing, but if they are, mm. four p.m. probably means they think they're safe. So I don't yeah. know, or maybe there's not a late game on Saturday. Yeah, it's cards mm-hmm. crap. Um, but the main event's good. Uh, Giga Chikadze, Calvin Cater is a banger, quite frankly. Yeah, no, it is. Um, we'll get into you that can later. You usually count on the main to be at least half decent. It seems but. like the main is always just like, you know, it's going to be an action fight or like at least two big dudes who are, you know, yeah, it's throwing, gotta be, it's are throwing be clubs. It's either going to be a good fight of some name value or like two guys of, of mm-hmm. fairly high repute in their divisions or something. But yeah, this is, this is not, not a great way to, to kick off the year, but this is it. You know, this is your defending starting this one. That's so right. We'll have to pick it. Um, and watch us all end up with the same pick, which I think we're going to quite frankly, um, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, but okay. First thing we want to talk about, Mark, these motherfucker raised pay-per-view prices again. Oh yeah. Three oh, straight years of a $5 pay-per-view rate, pay-per-view rise on the beginning of the year. Well, we you start- know, when business is good, you just start... Do you know what business crazy. isn't good? America. We got, like... <laughs> like, okay. I The UFC is really testing uh, how far they can push it, it seems like, right? Basically, like, their core audience is what it seems like. Yeah, I mean, and I, do we... I doubt we know who's really behind, you know, this price rate is it ufc is it uh espn because they get a cut too right because it's going through their thing or is, it, assume, is it purely I, just I, I don't know I'm assuming there's some sort of split maybe maybe espn gets like a flat amount and espn and, and, ESPN, and ufc is like well let's tack another five bucks on that cause... and i did i did think about this too because i think like aren't like the big boxing cards like around because it, it, it's, it's basically going from six sixty nine ninety nine, which is a nice price yeah. um to 74.99 right it's going up five bucks yeah we're at 75 right? bucks now we started at 60 yeah. people with this with espn plus we started at 60 i mean it's getting to the point where it's like 
it's it's five fights. Like I'm kind of okay bouncing Look, out and not okay. like <laughs> I get it. All these pay-per-views, if we're talking about it, I think when we're doing our end of the year thing, all the pay-per-views are good. They have created yeah. a situation now where mm-hmm. there's like two title fights and like another like another good fight at minimum. Or like if there's one title fight, the other fight is like a Nate Diaz or like some shit like or some superstar, right? Or Nick Diaz or something. But really just a Diaz Brothers, the more I think about it, would be like a co-main event in one of these. Um mm-hmm. They're loading up the cards. That being said, you're asking me to pay more money for what I was already like. I'm not getting new stuff. You're not. You're not like lining up with inflation either. You're just, you know what I mean. We're like you're literally just this sandwich now costs five bucks more. Is there more meat? No. You know what I mean. Like that's. I, I think you know even when you factor in some of the selling points, Dana used to always talk about like oh you know like. The pay-per-view is kind of pricey. This is back when it was like 50 bucks or some shit. And he's like, you know, but you get five guys over there. It's 10 bucks a pop. And it's like, well, you know what? We're going through a fucking pandemic. So we can't just have people, especially now in the UFC, you know, especially now because, you know, everyone's getting fucking sick. Mm -hmm. Um, It's even now it's not safe to do that stuff again. So it's just like, yeah. And I'm looking at this next pay-per-view and it's like you got a heavyweight title fight. That's pretty appealing. The flyweight, it being the third fight, kind of doesn't do a lot for me, and then really the rest of the card is just I mean, like let me, I don't let me know look at it. Like, I mean, did they really just let's see? What we got, I, mean, we got I don't even know. I'm sure these these featherweights are great. Ooh, what the fuck is that? It's two did undefeated guys. I don't know. Did we lose something in I'm here? I'm only seeing five. Right? Oh, five we lost. Fights. We lost Alexa Grasso. That was going to be on the main card, also. Okay, that would have been okay. Who so she like <laughs> four of the five fights? I know. I'm I'm pretty. I'm down for. I mean, look, I don't want to pay for Greg Hardy, but this is Alexa Lennox a really good fighter, and sure. And uh, Side Nurmagomedov has won a bunch of fights, and Cody Stamans a stud. Yeah, I don't know who that fight, what that fight is, the one in the middle. Yeah, and even the Cody Staman, like they, again, like these are two guys that are like, and even the the featherweights are two undefeated you know, like, guys. Look, it, I'm sure. it, does, it is a good sign that we're like saying this is only a two title fight card, though, and like at least it's like the mm-hmm. benchmark is not because I remember some other ones like some of us. I mean, this isn't even that long ago, but I remember when they canceled the whole pay per view because John Jones wouldn't fight uh, Chael Sonnen on two weeks' notice. Because the rest of the mm-hmm. card was just like just garbage. It was a title fight and garbage, right? Yeah, at I least mean, it's a little bit better now. They have made a stance where it's like there's at least a title fight. I remember some pay per views. There's no title fight. It's kind of like what are we doing here? It's like Rashad Evans versus I don't know Chuck Liddell or some shit. And it's just like what's the point, really? It wasn't even um, five rounds back then. Like, you couldn't even like lie to yourself. No, that something yeah. wasn't a line here. I mean, honestly, like at the end of the day, looking at this card. I'm legitimately thinking, like, do I want to pay the money <laughs> to watch these? Well, because also, like, it's like me and Mark are in the same COVID bubble, officially, officially, basically. I think, right? Like, sure, we see each we other every watch day. Watch these digitally so, like, and stuff. But like, yeah. Mark could come over and I'd, I'd watch, it and I wouldn't feel like, okay, it's like we're not going to get the six people to watch it. But Mark and I are both in the same bubble, right, or whatever you want, if that exists anymore. But yeah, yeah like, also, let's just say it, okay? It's way too easy to not pay for these and watch it. Like it is. Well, that's abs- what I'm saying. Like there's, like, there's I don't, other I don't, avenues. Dana White, Dana White thinks he's fucking you know uh, one of the untouchables out there trying to get like like he thinks he's gonna hunt down these criminals. They ain't stopped at one thing. It's getting bigger and raising prices without offering people a reason. Like at least tell me it's 4K. You know, like <laughs> at least be, tell me it's 4K. That would be something. Bobby. You know what? Honestly, now that we have now that I have a 4K TV, that is a or selling fuck, you know point. What? I don't Make think it really. Say, like, it's 70 for regular, 80 for 4K. Let me tell you, Mark, you and me are sitting there. We're like, well, fuck it. Let's, I mean, we got 4K. We got 4K. <laughs> Let's do this, baby. I didn't pay all this money for this TV. In. Like, give me something new. Like, that's, I don't know. I mean, I don't, 
I know they're printing money, like they're having the greatest year they've ever had. Yeah. And there's, I don't feel bad. Okay, I'm not going to admit I have or haven't done anything. But if I was one of those people, I wouldn't feel the slightest bit bad when the Viders are getting 16% of revenue of me not paying for mm-hmm. this this card. You know what I mean? I wouldn't, yeah, like, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Also, like, you're not going to stop people. You're not going to catch them. You know how easy it is? You know how cheap a VPN is? Like, come on, man. You, you ever see, you ever listen to a podcast? NordVPN is constantly, like, four bucks a month. Like, it's, yeah, it's a joke. I mean, and really, at the end of the day, it's like, I don't know, for the, for the non-hardcore fans, like, if something crazy happens, I, I, you know, I think the main event here is a big selling point. You got Francis, who hasn't defended the belt. I mean, it'd be, right? cool, if they, it'd be cool if they promoted their heavyweight champion who represents everything you'd ever want a heavyweight champion to be. And that's yeah. going to be a lot of next week's show is me complaining about that. Just letting you guys know. But I mean, it, it, interesting enough, like, yeah, I have not really seen a lot of the marketing machine. I guess Cyril Gone was on MMA Hour because I saw an article. Right, about but MMA Hour, UFC about... doesn't even like this aerial. Oh, no, that's, not, that's not. At, yeah, but I'm, yeah, that, that is not marketing or advertising at all. But like, this is a big heavyweight title fight we have. I, I think Cyril Gone is. I mean, we'll get into it next week. Like, I think he's a maybe the most credible challenger because I mean, he's a his... fucking favorite. Yeah, he's I a think, betting I, favorite I for a reason. He is stand up, and you know, basically that's how Francis gets most of his wins. I think stylistically, this is a really interesting matchup. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, a casual fan could just be like, "Well, seventy five bucks." You know, if something crazy happens, I will see it on Twitter, no doubt. You know, like it'll it be the get... number post. It'll be on the. It'll be a top five post on Reddit from a streamable link or a streamajah or a stream. There's so many of these streams. Yeah, some Ruski site yeah. will have it, but yeah, so instantly, it's like, you know. Yeah. And like, and like, and it like, yeah, I don't know. I think maybe if you spent the last seven months talking about how you have the MMA version of Mike Tyson as your heavyweight champion, literally, this is what they've been at. They've been wanting as a heavyweight champion. I feel since they bought the company is this man, like what he looks, I mean, short of Brock Lesnar, this is the mm-hmm. best image of a heavyweight champion they could ever want. Yeah, a very personable guy. Yeah. You know, uh, he speaks hell of a story. He speaks English. Like, yeah, has fucking, a great story. Fucking poor came came up. You know, and and then you know, I mean, the travesty is that he had the gall to ask for more money, and the UFC is like, yeah, I don't know if we're interested in this guy anymore. Uh, you know, let's maybe apparently look on to the uh, next. Ariel is this an Ariel show? And this is a whole side note. He was saying that like 2022 could be the year that Ngannou's contract is up. Izzy is Adesanya's contract is up. Nate Diaz's contract is up. Conor McGregor's contract is up. That could all happen this year unless they get more fights added, more fights on their deals. So, yeah, I mean, it'll they, they got to make a decision, see. man. If they, like, look, I know the biggest star in this company. The biggest star is those three letters. Kind of. There's a limit, mm-hmm. though. You can sell 300,000 pay per views with those three letters. I don't know if you can sell 600,000 pay per views with those three letters, though. You know? And I, and I do think, like, we are equivocating over five dollars which you know in the grand scheme isn't that much i think it is just like they've rated how long ago was it that they just raised it from five dollars like it's seriously every january it it's every january last seriously years. a year it's just like i don't know it just seemed like and it's ben just, folks made a joke that he thinks that somebody's just got like a phone reminder going off in january on their iphone saying <laughs> oh, oh yeah. fuck it's time that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it just it it Maybe it has been a year. It doesn't seem like it was that long. It seems like it was just a while ago. We're like, oh, man, you know, $5, whatever. But it is just consistent. It is, I don't know. I, I don't know why this is like the breaking point. But no, it's maybe just it like is that it's irrespective bucks. of like conditions in the world. I feel. Yeah. I mean, we got we got yeah, think- like like Mark and I work for a company and like 
we got a vendor who every August was raising raised prices on us, and they did it in the middle of the pandemic, and everybody was like, are you fucking high? They didn't care. Just saying. Like, it shows a real, I don't know, abuse of your customer base, in my opinion. Just, and we, then again, this is MMA fans, and we take, the, we take a lot of abuse for the support of this sport. It is what it is. Um, but I don't, you know what? It kind of is what it is, and a lot of the UFC showing their ass every year makes it real easy for people to not pay them any money and, you know, get a get a VPN subscription for five bucks or use a free VPN. And it's not like they prosecute anybody who actually streams; they prosecute people who you know post to streams. Post, so, yeah, yeah, which is yeah. This is I mean, you want to get it, you know, you don't. Oh you yeah, don't the UFC is gonna go after yeah. some kid in fucking you know. I don't know, him, some guy in Scotland, you know, they're going to like, Guys, yeah, they're international or there's some kid is like, <laughs> he was so, he was so cocksure after that, that one did get event where he's like, we got him guys. What was we the one where like, they, the, like they, like their own stream died in the middle of, uh, was it McGregor? It was like right before the McGregor yeah, fight or something. Yeah. Or? I mean, they've, they've had some technical issues and that, 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 that becomes the ESPN fall, plus right? sucks too. It's the best like yeah. the, of all the things here. Like it's terrible. Um, ESPN plus, by the way, is no longer five bucks a month. ESPN Plus is, I think, seven bucks a month there now. Is that too. Yeah, um, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what people are watching on ESPN Plus. I used to say, like, that show Detail was cool, but I haven't watched Detail in nine months. I have not used ESPN Plus for anything that isn't. They seem to have a lot of soccer, so. <laughs> I, 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 look, life is too short, man. <laughs> just to watch as much stuff as there's out there. Just saying. Um, yeah. All right. Um, well, let's talk about, um, well, we talked about that. Let's talk about the. Just the pile of fights the UFC and Bellator announced um, yeah, yeah. in the last week. Let's talk about the big ones first. What we had essentially announcement of a fight, uh, about announcement of two fights, and then the whole thing went to shit about two days later. And were uh, those you, official? Were these official? I it sounded like the about, UFC announced see. it. The UFC okay, announced it. I didn't really see anything official. official so but UFC 272 coming to us from Las Vegas at the T-Mobile Arena, or yeah, T-Mobile Arena still called that. Beautiful arena. Was gonna give us Max Holloway versus um, Alexander Volkanovsky three, mm-hmm. which Mark was in the office with me when we read it, and I said, "God damn it, give me Nunes Shevchenko three. Um, and was gonna give us less relevance now. I know we talked about. Just give it to videos. me. Um, and again, uh, give me, and then it said uh, we're gonna give us the f- much anticipated rematch of uh, Aljamain Sterling versus Peter Yan for mm-hmm. the. Contested, very much disputed bantamweight championship. Mm-hmm. Yes, you got to get that right. And then uh, two days later, uh, Max pulled out of the fight, um, which is just wow, bad timing. Um, and uh, it looks like the UFC is now circling uh, the Korean Zombie as the mm-hmm. likely replacement. Even though I might be an idiot, but I was telling you immediately, let's just do the Henry Cejudo fight. This should be fun. Like that'd be kind of cool. I think. But I don't know if that's just me thinking, like, let's see if a guy can win a third belt. But uh, they had Tur- Korean Zombie, I have no idea. Was he on a one-fight win streak? What are we at? I think so. Yeah, I can't remember who he just beat. But, yeah, he's got one. So it's not, you know, we've seen more egregious title challengers before. But And I think, you know, with end of division, that doesn't have a clear number one contender you know, outside of Max. I'm just could, saying, if there know. was ever a time we could justify Henry Cejudo... Who stopped fighting while holding two belts? I want to remind people of this, okay? To come back and fight for a third title, I feel this was the moment you could justify it, and not like you need a justification now. Who gives a shit? Let's be honest. These there's no real logic to any of this anymore. But uh, Zombie and Volkanovski, I feel, is just gonna be a fight where Zombie gets tuned up. 
I don't know if Zombie's got the technical ability. I mean, Zombie got tuned up by Brian Ortega on his feet. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. Brian's a good Brian's a good striker, but Alex is like Alex solved Max Holloway. Like on the feet, Alex Volkanovsky is not always the most exciting. I mean, actually, some of his fights have been great, but when he's like leading the dance, a lot of times the fights aren't that exciting. And I think Korean Zombie is going to be whiffing a lot over twenty five minutes. Just an early read on the fight. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think the MMA math in and of itself doesn't make it super compelling given who they've fought recently and how they've done in those fights. And I think Ortega is really the, the key there. Um, it's interesting. I mean, I'm somewhat interested because I like Korean Zombie. I'm a fan of his. But yeah, skill level wise, it does seem like this fight's probably going to be contested on the feet mostly and that, yeah, he's going to have a hard time so, tagging them. They haven't announced mm-hmm. it officially yet. And me being the cynical person I am, I'm looking at the main event this weekend of Calvin Cater and Giga Chikadze. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, hey, Calvin's number five. Zombie's number four. I don't know what Giga's ranked. Somewhere up there, I think. I don't know how much money the Korean Zombie's asking for. But if the UFC could use... Oh, Giga's number eight. If one of these guys gets a quick win, UFC could use this as leverage. And maybe one of these guys go in instead if Zombie wants too much money. It's another option. At least it'd be new. Though, I mean, it would. It, it would be kind of... I mean... It, It'd be it for Giga, be. that'd be a, I mean, for both of them, I mean, Kai Cater's coming off of getting beaten by Max Holloway so badly. He, it was, yeah, he got, he got humbled. Um, it, it would, it would, it would take, for me personally, it would take quite a performance in this fight to kind of, if you put, so, if, if one of them wins in less than like a round and just puts it on the other guy, maybe. But I'm just saying, like, they haven't announced it yet and they want to sell tickets. So, I, I mean, what I'm saying is like, it needs to go viral to some extent. Like these, it, it's a, it's a name power thing with these two guys. Like they, are not at the echelon that zombie is. And I think that's pushing zombie a lot. It's like, okay, he got the win. That's credible enough to get in the conversation, but he's very well known and marketable. And these two just aren't yet, you know, they need to fight someone that has held a belt or has fought for a belt to really get their name out there. And so, yeah, if Giga does something crazy, I mean, we're talking about Masvidal flying knee or some shit or, or, it gives out some type of performance or highlight real thing where it can go viral and people, he can become more of a star because otherwise, I, you know, honestly, I was thinking about uh, Charles too, lightweight champion, Charles Oliveira, mm-hmm. because going he, down. he's, I know he just won that belt, but Charles spent a lot of his career at Feather 45. And I mean, yeah, that, that if they is, weren't sitting on, if they weren't sitting on him and Connor, which is a whole different conversation. Um, I think that was something they could consider. Uh, I know Charles just fought, but this fight's in two months. Charles no, is a pretty active I guy. I didn't think about it, but that I think that makes that'd be more fucking sense. cool, right? As far as like marketability and yeah, having a super fight is something I wasn't even considering. But yeah, I think that you, if that option's available, I think that's probably. I the wonder most. if they don't want to do that, give any fighter that much anymore. Like, I mean, yeah. it does fuck I mean, up when two you, divisions. I mean, the only way Amanda did it successfully is like one of those divisions no. wasn't real. Like, yeah, it was easy yeah. to do because like no one gave a shit. Like. It was like, whatever, yeah, you defend these, this one, whatever you want. Those are two talent-rich divisions. And we talked about it last week. You know, I That's put true, Charles probably. as my, my yeah, basically I, I said Charles was my fighter of the year because he, he won and captured the belt and defended it in the most, you know, talent-rich division to hold that and 45 and contest both of them was kind of unreal. But a big super fight would be very interesting. Um, but yeah, I think Korean Zombie logistically makes the most sense. Um, he has enough name power. He's got the one win enough to validate it to some extent. 
Um, but we'll see how the cards fall because yeah, nothing's official quite yet. I don't believe. But. Yeah, I'm just gonna be the person that says uh, Volkanovski's not that tall, and uh, Henry Cejudo had two belts. He might have. I mean, he might have. might have. He might have vacated. I think he vacated one of them, and that I was the fight where Figueroa missed weight and beat up Benavidez. So like there was no champion still. So like <laughs> I think technically by the time he retired, there still wasn't a flyweight champion. So. I personally don't. I don't hate that but like it's it would be very weird it would be very weird for him just to come up in a division he hasn't fought before and and get a title shot but it's like if, if i mean if, they was, win, if I'm... it was gonna if we were gonna entertain this idea ever this is the moment is basically what i'm saying if it's not gonna happen yeah, now it's not know, gonna happen i don't think they would we were just talking about like oh we don't want to give some guy so much power you don't want to give that guy that much power he has like the biggest mouth he's been running his mouth ever well, since he like, retired he has no about... belts right now he only he's not gonna fuck up two divisions now three divisions now he's got these... i'm just saying like if you if you're talking about building someone with a huge ego it's like that guy already has a massive ego he gets three belts he becomes the first guy to do that i think it'd be that in and of itself would be interesting i I kind of want to see it earned to some degree. I didn't mind when he went up to 35 and got an immediate title shot, but going up a netherweight division, I'd like to see him at least test well, it. Well, okay, well, the 35, 45. he knocked out the Bantamweight champion. That's that's why. Well, he did at 25. Well, the Bantamweight champion was on fucking Mexican supplements, too. And he did I know. <laughs> Uh-oh. Challenge. Yeah, okay, and defending my... was not going to be great. Um, You froze for a moment there. But, yeah, uh, sorry. It's okay. Um... Okay. Um, this is, okay. Well, that, we'll see what happens there. Other fights that were announced. You tell me if these do anything for you, buddy. Just quick, quick, quick hitters. Um, at UFC 270. Okay, I don't recognize either of these names. Good start. Buh, 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 buh. Tim Means versus Jeremiah Wells. God, these. You think MMA Junkie could sort these by like interest? Some of these fights. All right, yeah, Derek Lewis making his, Derek Lewis making his return to Houston. Uh, Tai Tuivasa, Derek Lewis. Oh, I don't. I I just read an article. He was like, I would have done better in my fight if it wasn't in Houston. Yeah, that, so I, I noticed that too. Back? Where he's just like, yeah, the, Houston was too much pressure. It's like, why are you fighting in Houston? To, maybe if it's not for the title, but like, yeah, I mean, Ty stylistically, I think is a very good style for him and a very winnable match for him. So I think that's maybe. But yeah, having just read that article, it's like, why is he agreed to this again? But you know, I. I mean, I'm excited for the fight. Not I think it's so a good high fight. caliber. Yeah, no, it's a great fight. I just want to pick a different location for him, given his uh, what he just said. But all right, let's go. And it uh, sounds like uh, we're gonna get Bobby Green versus Nasrat uh, Hoxparat. Um, Bobby Green's really been really put it together. It seems Bobby Green has a winning UFC record now. He's nine yeah. seven, which is considering how this was going. There was a lot of losses in there at one point. Like Bobby Green yeah. lost like four in a row. So I mean, big fan. Hope we can just keep it going. Um, Rafael, uh, Rafael. Uh, Fizave called out Rafael Dos Anjos by saying we need to see who's the better Rafael. Yeah, sure. So, so we're going to do it. We're going to do it uh, okay. in, in Vegas in February. Um, let's see what else we got going on here. Most of these fights are just like just trying to put stuff on the books. Nothing too exciting. The Biggie Boy versus Mike Marcin Tybora. If you're at this point when they name heavyweight fights, do you do, does there a part of you that says like, are we sure this didn't happen already? Like, that's one of those where I'm like, are we sure that didn't I mean, happen yeah, they're, they're just middling guys. I mean, I think Biggie Boy did kind of get somewhat of a name for himself with the, the Overeem one. But Marcin has always been kind of in that mid-range. So it doesn't do a ton for me. But, you know. It's, uh, yeah. Looks like Alex Caceres is somehow still in the UFC, man. 24 fights. Amazing. Going to fight in March against Sadiq Youssef. 
he just won his grappling thing too. They had a big UFC. That's where Carla got cut. Yeah, that was not. If I'm Carla, like they said, you're getting a title shot. I get what you're trying to do and get your name out there, but let's not get hurt. When do you we're know trying... who she covered for? Who? She was short notice for Rose. Rose is supposed to be. Oh, in that. Rose is playing 4D chess, buddy. That's what's going Maybe. on here. <laughs> I get. I guess she said like the cut won't be so bad. They'll still be able to make the fight, but yeah, it was a little weird. But um, Alex was in that and he was one of the only like ufc guys that actually won he subbed this guy so, and uh know. ufc is gonna go to columbus ohio and you know what you do when you're in columbus ohio <laughs> weird. Okay. you get yeah. matt fucking brown on the card matt brown okay. uh is gonna take on uh brian uh matt, brian barbarina which is just gonna be a good old welterweight let's just fucking throw hands boys All that's right, what's sure. gonna be um i like matt brown i thought he retired i think he did retire then he's just like what am i gonna do like I, I, I'm gonna go back and fight somewhere. I guess when you're immortal, you gotta kill the time somehow. Um, Algermain and Peter Young getting it back on the books is interesting. Um, that was I feel like maybe eight nine months ago when, uh, if I remember the fight correctly, I think Aljo and Peter. I think Aljo took round one. Peter took round. They split like the first couple rounds, and then around three, you're like, oh, Aljo thought Peter would be tired by now, and Peter is not at all tired. Aljo's getting beat up, and then I think it was in round four where. Peter blatantly illegal need uh, Aljamain Sterling mm-hmm. and cost him and maybe the dumbest move any champions ever made inside the octagon because John Jones has got all those ones outside the octagon um, and lost the title there um, since that time. I think this was booked for three, four months ago, but Aljo had to do neck surgery mm-hmm. and he was still recovering. And that's when Peter fought. um Help me out. Uh, Corey, right? Corey Sandig. Really good fight. Yeah. Really good mm-hmm. fight. Um, and uh, th- that was for the interim title. So this is interesting because a lot of people feel Peter Yan is the actual champion. Um, or at least, I mean, my opinion is Peter Yan's the best bantamweight in the world. But mm-hmm. he's not the champion because he blatantly violated the rules. He'll probably be yeah. the champion when this fight's over. But let me tell you, it'd be really funny just for the sake of watching people's heads explode. If, like, Aljo tapped him out or something. Yeah. Because I mean, it's not out of the question, because if Aljo gets a, gets a hold of him, which Aljo didn't grapple enough in that first one at all, he should do that. I remember Matt Sarah yelling at him about, why aren't you grappling? Like, we should do, that's what he should do. You know? Yeah. Easier he, said than done with someone mobile like Peter. Yeah, but, that, Peter but yeah, never, I mean, moved, it, never stops I mean, moving. it's ever since the illegal knee happened, it's like, okay, well, this is obviously the next fight that needs to happen and it's been a long time and you know hats off to peter for even taking the fight with Corey because that's a tough fight and you know he won so he rightfully deserves this this rematch and you, uh, know, you know the ufc would have punished him somehow if he didn't agree to take a fight on to take that fight they would have found yeah, a mm-hmm. title shot title somebody else it would have been tj out tj dillashaw who i think yeah, is number one contender still somehow because i think it was supposed to be tj versus Jan. sanhagen those sanhagen wins they mean a lot so i mean yeah, Sterling got it for his shot. Every, everyone's well, using Sterling beat him now. in like a minute. Uh, yeah, he made it look the easiest. T- TJ far. got a title. TJ beat him in a five rounder. When I still don't think TJ won, but it was very close. Yeah, that was a that was a good fight though. But. Um, yeah. So UFC getting a lot of fights on the books. Bellator's getting a lot of fights on the books. Um, I didn't mention any of them because none of them, quite frankly, were that exciting. Um, we'll see what they're doing. I think they're still hanging out in Uncasville most of the time. Um, but it looks like we're going to get, uh, a card in end of the month in Phoenix, Ryan Bader fighting at home though. Actually he's in, mm. he's in Tempe, Arizona, but still Bellator's return. Um, then, um, got an Invicta card this weekend or not this weekend on Tuesday, on Wednesday, 
is happening mm-hmm. in Kansas City. Uh, not a name any of us would recognize on here. A um, lot of 1-0s and 2-0s. Who 2-0s on this card. Hope Invicta continues to function. But when they're fighting at the Police Athletic League, you got to wonder how this is going to work out for them. <laughs> not the most luxurious <laughs> venue in the world, I suppose. Yeah. Um, got one FC happening this week also. Um, none of the names anybody recognizes except I was say, Yushin. We're deep in talking about Invicta and one fucking FC. Fucking Yushin Okami's fighting. Okay. I, I, I did not. Okay. This is the problem with Invicta. The fucking prelim starts at 2 a.m. Pacific time. Okay, that's just not gonna. <laughs> the main well, Yushin Okami isn't on that card. Right? Yeah, he is. Yushin Okami. Yushin 37 and 14 Okami. Okay, in the, but not Invicta. One FC. One FC. Okay, because I was gonna say like Invicta kind of has like a certain <laughs> deal with like them all being women fighters. <laughs> Let me tell you, and... if Yushin Okami was gonna fight women, I'm not saying it's a good idea, but it would get me to watch. I'm well, like, how I... many of these women are gonna fight Yushin Okami? <laughs> I mean, you're gonna make 185. So no, it's just gonna be just gonna fight like three or four 115 pounders at once. I mean, look, if it's in Russia, it could definitely happen. Oh, you watch those like five and five ones. Those yeah, why like, not? Yeah, what, what, once one of them loses, that's it. Because it's just <laughs> well, yeah, then there's, that's there's two guys beating up, and then eventually comes three guys stomping on one guy. It's like yeah, this is this is fun um, stuff. I know this is supposed to be like our MMA talk week, but fucking besides the UFC dicking everybody out of another five bucks and a whole bunch of fights getting announced, that's really my, pretty much it. I'm trying to see if any news happened. Well, the one thing that I was a little upset with myself, uh, we did our year end uh, predictions last week, and we were throwing out. Uh, predictions for 2022 and i put one on there that i was like probably not very likely to even be discussed but like you know there's a notion and it was uh francis fighting tyson fury (laughs) now tyson's like yeah let's let's box it up (laughs) but bobby i'm saying i put that on there and literally the next week the two guys are like yeah let's do it so i'm like fuck you know i was kind of i was a little bit more on the mark i should have mentioned it last week and i didn't i mean i don't think that'll happen and that'd be a horrible fight for Francis, but uh, interesting that it's even being talked about, quite frankly. Sounds like uh, the people's champion out here, uh, Sean O'Malley, out here shitting on the UFC for raising a pay-per-view price by $5. Man of the people. Kid, get paid first. I look, I, I appreciate it, but you're about to get paid. Get your check. And then start talking smack. I mean, okay? I think his next. I think they they got him ranked right. I think he I think like that was it. I think that was his last 15. fight on his deal, or his next fight's his last fight, or something. Yeah, and I, so. I think they said they're he's going to get someone more legitimate. So you know, he's, he's okay. Gonna have to start I'm reading what he wrote, what he what O'Malley said because he has a podcast. And God help you if you're listening to Sean mm-hmm. O'Malley talk every week. He says, uh, when asked if he thought that the thought increase if he thought the increase would be reflected in the paychecks of fighters, O'Malley was not so sure. No, I doubt it, but could be. It is just so easy to stream it illegally. Not take, not talking from experience, wink. <laughs> but just saying, whoever is in control of legal streams at the UFC, they need to, they need someone that is good enough at hacking them right before the main event starts. Every single time, they just shut it right before the good stuff. Okay, that part didn't make a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I would wonder if I'm getting a check, getting a bigger cut either. If I'm the, if I'm a fighter, um, I don't think those contracts say when you do get pay per view points. I'm getting X percentage. I'm getting X dollars is what it says. So mm-hmm. just saying. We'll see. This is... It seems honestly that right now the owners of the UFC are like, let's try to get every nickel and dime we can get out of this whole situation before the fucking FTC comes and puts the kibosh on us, you know, screwing all these fighters and, you know, our independent yeah. contractor bullshit. So um, Tyson Fury, Francis Ngannou, 
I, why? I know you're. I know you predicted, but like, what? Why? How why? is that gonna go because, well? Because there's no. I mean, I think what we've been seeing for the last couple of years is just that like boxing just doesn't have the draw and the star power that these guys want. You know, because I think I don't remember who's the little. I think he's Ukrainian. The guy that beat um, Anthony Lovichenko? Joshua. Oh, yeah. No. Like I mean, I I think he's the most. You know valid contender for Tyson Fury but I mean a big problem that boxing's had for you know ever is a lot of times they'll have a couple fighters that's like yeah these two guys are the best you know in their weight class they hold different you know world championship belts but they're not fighting each other and it's just logistics so I think I think Tyson Fury knows like okay here's this big guy who's interested in doing this that has talked about doing boxing why not why not me? Why don't I box him? And we'll have a big pay-per-view event. And I'm sure he's thinking like, oh, this guy's not going to be that great. He fights in MMA. It's a very different sport. We have not seen a lot of MMA fighters make that transition into boxing, let alone fighting, you know, the cream of the crop while they're there and having success. So it seems like it'd be a win-win for him. Um, and it would be intriguing. It would be, you know, somewhat of a freak show, but you know, him fighting the guy that beat Anthony Joshua, Joshua I think is a more legitimate fight for him, but probably a much more difficult one, and one that probably just won't be nearly as exciting for the the. It seems appeal. like we're just we're just trying to sell you know pay per views now. It's like regardless well, yeah. of I mean, like, probably, I mean they're prize fighters. Yeah. They, they want a prize, and they're seeing. Look at this idiot, Jake uh, Jake Paul. He's fighting MMA guys. He's making a killing. Why can't I make that? Why it's can't I literally make, it's know, called let's get the UFC, let's use the UFC's promotional machine kind of yeah. without having to deal with the UFC's bullshit. That's mm -hmm. that, and that's kind of what hap what's happening with these guys being independent contractors where they're just on contract yeah. and they're not and they're seeing I'm not making as much money as I fucking should be. Yeah. So why not when you know my contract's up, I can talk, hey, Tyson Fury just said he wanted to do a pay-per-view match with me. I'm gonna make fucking points on it bitch so what do you got to offer what are you coming to the table with you just raved you just raised the pay-per-view uh, uh price by five dollars you just gave us that pie chart of how much revenue you're making on the espn deals and all this other bullshit like where's my cut and if it's not there i have options now it's 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 weird. I never thought this would be like the competitive avenue for these MMA fighters is like going into boxing, but it's happened. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if that really makes a difference. Like you said, a lot of the heavy hitters, the the big star power guys, their contracts are coming up. Um, and if they're going to flex their bargaining chips by using Jake Paul or some kind of cross promotion with boxing as leverage, what is the UFC going to offer? Are they going to finally, you know, break bank for a little bit with some of these top guys to keep them? You would think so, but I don't know. I mean, we'll see how it plays out there. I don't know. The UFC, this business model, man, is making a lot of money right now. I'm not sure they feel the need mm -hmm. to edit anything what's going on. I uh, saw some news that uh, Misha Tate's going to take on Lauren Murphy. Mm -hmm. So that makes a lot of sense, a lot of sense because we spent the last five months building that feud up. Oh, no, wait. No, we didn't. No, no, no. Was, no, that was stylistically. A whole stylistically, I don't hate it. They're two like wrestlers. I think Misha will have an advantage standing where she did in her last fight. So, as a Misha fan, there's some interest yeah. there personally. But I just, I really thought we were just building to this Aspen lad fight, uh, and I guess no, we're not. So I mean, yeah, they, they they've been pecking at each. Well, okay, one person's been prodding the other for months. So yeah, it's a little um, weird, but. You see the Mark Hunt thing where Mark Hunt has to pay the UFC like legal fees of I like know, 300 grand. Yeah. And then Mark yeah. Hunt in Mark Hunt fashion said, how about I just fight Dana and Lorenzo at the same time? And I'm like, yeah. 
Mark, I'm on board with that idea. I just feel they're not going to say yes. Um, But it sounds like he's appealing it. And Mark Hunt uh, today said on MMA Hour, he's like, I have one fight left in my career, and it's this one. I'm me and the Mm -hmm. UFC in court. I'm like, I mean, look, Mark Hunt got fucked in that whole Brock Lesnar situation. You can't in any way convince me that the UFC didn't know what they were doing when they waived their USADA waiting period to get Brock Lesnar to fight Mark Hunt. And then Brock Lesnar popped for, like, he said it was a foot cream steroid, which that those don't do the same thing. Like, I'm just saying. Yeah, it was all kinds of shady. And then look, I look, you know what? I, I know, like, you're not the biggest, you know, person who cares about the steroid thing. But I think we all recognize that if we all agree to a certain set of rules, we should all probably abide by the certain set of rules. But whatever. It is no, what it I is. I mean, I think reading the article, the transcript from the interview, I, th- I think one of the things that he said that resonated a lot is just like, these guys are the world champions of what exactly? Of nothing. And he talked about like, you know, if you were to go into boxing and become a world champion, you're kind of set for life. You know, you, you garner so much money, you don't have to really worry about the financial needs for the rest of your life. You're kind of set. And that hasn't been the case with UFC champions. We've seen a lot of champions talk about you know not getting enough money talking about you know after retirement not knowing how to you know continue to to make money and you saw like uh mark coleman i think is a good example you know he had a medical issue and he's on gofundme asking for help from the fans and i think that is probably i would have to imagine a really difficult thing to for a fighter well, to do especially when like i mean i'm talking about mark coleman who was doing it and maybe not in the era of this thing just got mm-hmm. sold for That's four true. fucking billion dollars right like I don't know, man. I feel like Junior Dos Santos should have a lot of money. I don't know how much sure. he has. I feel Junior Dos Santos should have enough money that he... I'm not saying he needs to live in a castle, but Junior probably shouldn't have to do a lot of work the rest of his life for a guy who held the UFC title for year, year and a half and was part of maybe the best heavyweight trilogy, this fucking... The most profitable heavyweight trilogy the fucking the sport ever had, probably. You know what I mean? Like... Just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm, that's an example I'm giving. Like, I don't know how much money Kane stopped fighting. I don't know how much money Kane has. I hope he has a lot. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I need to know if Kane made more money fighting in Saudi Arabia in a fake rest- in a wrestling match against Brock Lesnar than he made. I guarantee you he made for more for that than any UFC title fight. They put it that well, way. Well, I think, I, I think the heavyweights probably were doing okay. Because you know. they, they tend to garner so much attention. But you look at a guy like Mighty Mouse... If you had any other weight division where a guy dominated his field as long as Mighty Mouse did, he should be set for life. You know, like he should be kind of look. I mean, I'm thinking, how much money do you think really Mighty Mouse made for those title fights? Five hundred, four hundred. I bet he wasn't. I I bet he wasn't even making that much at the beginning of it. Yeah. Like, I hope one FC pay. I hope one is paying. Anyway, I think um, I think that was interesting. A, a good point that Mark brought up in his interview. But yeah, we'll see. All right, let's let's make our pick for this one fight. Giga Chikadze. Calvin Cater. Um, this is going to be a lot of fun, this one, guys. If anybody actually... Look, I'll be honest. A lot of times with these fights that are these fight cards that have one fight, I'm not watching this shit live. Like, it's just not happening. I just... I can't time it well enough to know when this fucking main event's happening. Calvin Cater, the last time we saw him fight, though, was a year ago. And I'm not going to say always a man needs a year off, but when you absorbed the most punches in a fight fucking ever... By like, I don't know, by two hundred fight, two hundred punches. When the main, when the guy is talking to the commentators while you're getting your ass whooped, 
a year delay sounds pretty, a year t- to come back sounds pretty good. Um, Giga Chikese out of Georgia. Um, it's 14 and 2. Um, just fucking people up, man. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven fights in a row to, uh, wins over his, uh, to start his UFC career. Um, his preview, pre-UFC record, someone pointed out, these guys had a combined record of like 3 and 20. Um, but you know what? His UFC record record is 7 and 0. And, um, he beat, he beat Edson Barboza and finished him in August. Um, betting line for this one, um, I think it was, what are we looking at? Minus 235 for Giga Chikadze, plus 190 for Calvin Cater. Mike's picking Giga Chikadze. Mark, I'm picking Giga also. And a lot of this is just like, I know we have a lot of like, what have you done for me lately type things. But like, Calvin Cater got beat worse than any human being has ever gotten beat up in this sport. Like, that was like, historic. And Giga's on fire. So I'm just, he's the favorite Calvin's really good, but I'm I'm gonna go with the Georgian here. I think Giga's gonna get it done here, but I think Calvin needs to have a. I I hope he has a good performance after that, you know, to, to bounce back. But I got Giga here. What do you got? Yeah, no, I'm I'm in the same boat. I mean, yeah, just looking stylistically, momentum wise, you know, Giga has fought in some really good strikers as of late. Like you mentioned, Barboza. Um, before that was Cub uh, Swanson. You know, these are fairly accomplished, you know, strikers. Uh, going up and it's another guy and Calvin is a bit different. You know, he is a bit more of a boxer. Um, Giga brings in more of like a kickboxing kind of background. So I think even stylistically, it kind of favors him, let alone all the things that you just mentioned, especially, you know, coming off that Max Holloway fight coming off, you know, kind of a year layoff, which is, you know, a decent amount of time, you know, he needed that time to heal up. But yeah, I think there's just way too many positives in Giga's favor to to kind of take a risk on Calvin. And it, look, we're just starting our year off. So, like, you know, I'm not here trying to shake the boat, trying to get weird wins. So, yeah, we'll, I think we're all in the same boat here. Giga should win this one. We'll see where we go from there. Uh, but otherwise, you know, it should be a good fight. You know, this is a good five-round fight. So I'm kind of looking forward to it, even though the rest of the card is not particularly stacked. Uh, this one should definitely, you know, be worth watching. You know, like I said, not live. This is a Sunday afternoon watch for me for sure. But I'm expecting to, you know, it to go long into the yeah. fight. I mean, if there's going to be a fi- finish, probably Giga. But yeah. we'll see. But if Calvin, I mean, I just, yeah. Calvin's really good, man. And I, that was one of those fights that can change a fighter. You know, so we'll see. It's going mm-hmm. to be hard to pick him, especially. It was just like when, like, Anthony Smith got his teeth punched out of his mouth. And I'm like, it's going to be hard for me to pick you for a couple fights, buddy. That's sure, That was that's rough. Um, that's it, though, man. We're not picking the rest of this card. Um, Michelle Pereira doing cartwheels, I think, it might be off the table. Um, it, this close Shame, to the fight. Um, Caitlin Chukasian and Jennifer Maya. Caitlin Chukasian has the opportunity to be... Um, I think I just read this stat. The first fighter in UFC history to get 10 Doctagon victories without a finish. Okay, maybe not the most illustrious a bit, a bit auspicious, record, but um, even John Fitch got a finish here or there, buddy. I think he, uh, you know, here or there. So that's that really says something. So that right now is the co-main event. I think this is happening at the apex. They are eventually. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, man. If you're not, if you're gonna leave the apex, you, you're gonna have to do better than this, right? Like, oh well, sure, yeah. There's not like, gonna be a free card like, anywhere else. This isn't like, I mean. This isn't like 2008, where the UFC shows up in for the first time ever in fucking Indianapolis, and everybody in Indianapolis is like, 
fuck yeah, the UFC's in town. Like, we've done that. So unless we're going to go international, you can't show up with Calvin Cater, Giga, Kike, Giga, Chikadze, and then, tr- like, nothing below it and expect to sell tickets, right? Like, you got to... If they're gonna take the show on the road, we're gonna have to do better with these cards. Is all I'm saying. And Dana right. White's talking about not doing Apex anymore. Like, okay, and maybe they will get better. That would be nice. That would be nice if you know these free cards got a little juiced up a little bit because yeah, they're they're they've been weak this last year. And maybe it is like we don't have to worry about selling tickets. You know, we have to worry about fulfilling this ESPN contract. So we'll just throw some names in a hat and whatever we get, we get. And you know, as long as the event goes on, we still you know. Cl- the, the check still gets cashed. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. Maybe when they go on the road, the car, the quality of the cars will go up a little bit. Maybe not. Um, all right, let's do stuff we like. Um, I'm going to lead off here with my wrestling talk. And I'm mostly going to play a little bit of role play here because I was watching this earlier. Because Brock Lesnar, ladies and gentlemen, Brock Lesnar's new thing where he shows up with a weird fucking top knot ponytail thing he's got going mm-hmm. on. And overalls. And he's cutting his own promos. And he's great mm-hmm. at it. I don't know what's going no? on, Mark. Okay. That, like, he brought out really, Brock was like, pretty good. I mean, like, it's pretty good. And uh, for the first time ever, people have been wanting this for a long time. They've never touched until like a week ago. Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar um, are going to mm, wrestle okay. f- uh, for the championship at Royal Rumble. Real epitome of a big, meaty men slapping meat type fight right there. Mm-hmm. So, Brock and Bobby Lashley were just in the ring, Mark. So, this is, so you're going to play the role of Paul Heyman. This is what happened on the show, okay? I'm Brock Lesnar. He said, hey, Paul, knock, knock. Okay, who's there? Bobby. Bobby who? Exactly. And then the whole crowd went, oh! And Bobby I'm Lashley shocked. was in the ring. And I saw that, and I was like, oh, my God, Brock Lesnar just sunned Bobby Lashley. That was great. <laughs> it's honestly, it's just, it honestly, Brock in wrestling, when he looks like he cares, is really fun. I think, like, um... I think I heard Seth Rollins talking about, he says, when Brock Lesnar cares, he's as good at this as anybody who's ever done it. So, mm. I don't know, maybe Brock Lesnar sitting on the farm for a year and a half fucking made him realize he wants to do something while he's still, you know, young enough to still throw people around the ring. Um, other thing that happened is that the uh, the hook train continued. I got a hook okay. t-shirt. Mike got me a hook t-shirt <laughs> nice. for Secret okay. Santa. Made me very happy. Um thing that was fucking gross was um ray phoenix looked like he snapped mm. his arm like a twig over on wednesday night somehow um and i'm not gonna i'm just gonna describe roughly what happened he got thrown out of the ring onto a table and tried to put his arm down to brace for impact which was a mistake because his arm bent the wrong direction and uh somehow he didn't break his arm uh sounds like it's a bad dislocation he'll be out like you know he said weeks so mm. uh, it was the U. It was the AEW's move to TBS um, from TNT, um, oh, okay. which apparently TBS is in more is in more uh, households than TNT. I didn't oh. know that. I've kind yeah. of equated them the same my whole life. TNT and TBS. I don't. Mm-hmm. And I guess it was the first wrestling show on TBS since WCW Thunder. Uh, okay. Jericho came out and said, "I haven't been on TBS since 1999." Where I lost to Booker T on Thunder. I'm pretty sure Booker T cheated. And then somebody looked up the video and said, well, Jericho cheated and still lost. Um, yeah, it's uh, AEW's putting on a good show these days. Um, it's Hangman and Daniel Bryan went half an hour. Fucking brawl. Uh, Daniel Bryan is, seems like he's made it his mission post WWE to just convince people that you can make wrestling exciting 
just by wrestling. He's just going to have good matches. Um, and uh, WWE cut something I didn't like. They have cut anybody and everybody associated with NXT that was part of Triple H's a Triple H hire. Mm-hmm. Um, the only person left is Shawn Michaels. They cut William Regal this week, which uh, people know anything about NXT. Regal was, in addition to being on camera, behind the scenes was kind of running a lot of the stuff there, kind of teaching those people how to how to be wrestlers. And I, if I was running a wrestling promotion, I'd hire Regal in two seconds to sign to, to talk to their you know young talent. I think he's, you know, even when we were kids, I remember Mark like Regal too. He just you know he was a sure, real yeah. technical guy and he's very good at what he does and you know in this day and age you know AEW's got a long a lot of young talent impact's got a lot lot of young talent um i don't know if they're all based in florida which is where regal lives but if you can hire the guy to do something for you and it's kind of interesting this whole subplot of if it wasn't vince mcmahon i would tell you they're for sure selling the company just the way they're cutting people samoa joe got Mm. cut um I, it doesn't seem like they're, I mean, if Trip, I don't know if Triple H has fallen out of favor as one of the guys who's going to take over one day, but they've totally gutted NXT for whatever it was, um, which is weird, especially weird because right now Triple H has been home for five months because he had a bit of a heart procedure, so it's almost like they're taking advantage of him not being there to gut mm-hmm. what he created. But uh, what the one cool thing I saw was that um, Bronson Breaker or Braun Breaker. Um, the son of Rick Steiner won the NXT championship. And for the first time, they acknowledged that he's a Steiner. Cause okay. yeah, I think, uh, uncle Scott has said some very bad things about WWE in the past. Uncle Scott's not, you know, not that he's crazy, but Scott's a bit of a loose cannon. Hmm. He was um, Papa pumping for so long. Yeah, and, uh, but like, I mean, fucking, he comes out, the kid comes out and he's doing like the, the barking like his dad. He's winning with the mm-hmm. fucking Steiner recliner and he's doing the bulldog. And his dad came out and, you know, held his hand up when he won the championship. Nice. And besides that, I finished um, impeachment uh, the rest mm-hmm. of the season, but I'm going to hold off on talking about it because I know Mark's, Mike's watching it too. And I think Mike might be done by the time. Um, the Adventures they are trying the, to finish that show. Yeah, do they put those episodes on somewhere? No, dude, can, I had to no, fucking, okay. I had to go on a VPN to fucking Spanish Netflix and then, mm. like, something's going on with my router where, like, for a brief moment, it will drop connection. And you wouldn't notice it if you're watching anything at all. But mm-hmm. in that brief moment, Netflix learns I'm on a VPN. And then Netflix stops mm. the fucking thing. Oh, that was a whole fucking ordeal. Um, yeah, we'll, um, we'll talk to Mike. I'll talk to Mike about it when he finishes. And um, I just watched uh, The Queen, a movie from 2006. Uh, about Helen Mirren. It was Helen Mirren playing Queen Elizabeth. I've been on a bit, a bit of a Queen Elizabeth kick with the crown and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was okay. I like the show more, but it was okay. What do you got going <laughs> on this week, buddy? <laughs> uh, yeah, not a ton, ton. Um, I did fail to mention last week that um, this month's PlayStation Plus offerings are quite good. Um, oh, I gotta get they those. They had been a little stagnated for a while with, you know, not a lot of stuff. I was personally super interested, uh, but coming up on this on the January releases, I was quite tickled with some of the uh, offerings. Um, I'll start from the bottom up. Uh, the first one I'll mention is Persona Five Strikers. Now, this is a game that's in the vein of like the Dynasty Warriors. They call them like Muso games, where you're like 
going around battlefields and just fucking up shit like you know killing hundreds of guys at once um and there's lots of those style of games and they've used a lot of licenses so that this one's in the you know persona 5 kind of universe and it actually story-wise takes place after the game um and i was kind of interested in it i had not beaten persona 5 so I kind of need to do my homework before that game was going to have really any appeal for me. And the Musou games aren't really my style, but still an interesting offering uh, for PlayStation Plus, a game that, you know, I think was still like, you know, full price or close to it for a while. I think it's been out for a couple of years. Um, other than that, uh, Dirt 5, which I think came out a year or so ago, um, was another one. And, you know, the Dirt franchise is well regarded as being, you know, one of the better rally racing games. Um, I do think it kind of, falls in the shadow of uh, Forza Horizon that just came out and, you know, got a lot of positive buzz. Uh, but as someone that likes to dapple in a racing game every now and then and, and enjoys rally games, uh, this was definitely a game I was like, okay, yeah, I'll definitely put this in my library and do some laps and, you know, jump in for some races. And I did. Um, there is a PlayStation 5, 5 version, which, you know, does make it a lot more appealing. Uh, and I enjoyed myself there. Uh, but the big game, the one that when they announced it, I was very interested in, uh, this game was a PC and Xbox exclusive game for the last year or so. I think it was even on early access before that. So I think it's been around for two years. Um, it's called Deep Rock Galactic. Uh, and this is kind of a mix between uh, like your Left 4 Deads and Minecraft. And honestly reminds me of a game I really enjoyed on the PlayStation 4 called Helldivers. Uh, where basically you have different mission structures. Each map is procedurally generated. So you don't really know, you know what the cave is going to look like. Um, and it's just been a real blast. I've really been enjoying my time. I'm playing with my brother-in-law, Sean and our uh, friend, Chris. Uh, and it's a four player game, kind of like left for dead or back for blood. I mean, what kind of makes it different is that, you know, you do have a more structured mission where you're going in there to either mine a certain material, get alien eggs. There's like, I think there's like five or six different mission types and then there's four different classes you play as. And as you progress with the classes, you upgrade those classes, which unlock weapon upgrades, cosmetic things. There's, you know, there's a lot of things behind uh, the curtain to kind of keep you playing, which is good. You know, for this is very much a um, games as a service type game where there's going to constantly be new stuff to unlock. And, you know, over the past week since it came out last Tuesday, I put you know, a lot of time into it, probably, like, you know, close to like, 12 13 15 hours or so and really been enjoying my time i've only played the scout class so there's three other classes i haven't really dived into um but i've been finding the experience to be quite enjoyable enjoyable and that loop of just like doing a mission to clear stuff on the assignment bo board to earn either season pass credits or um just leveling up your character to upgrade your guns has been a really interesting kind of um flow to the game yeah, Bob, what's up? Yeah, I, uh, so as you said, PlayStation Plus, I literally pulled mm -hmm. up my PlayStation app and was adding the games as we're talking. Mm -hmm. I noticed that the, I already forgot the name of the game, the last one. Deep Rock. Galactic, Deep Rock. Uh, um, or 30 bucks, $30 game normally, not a $60 game. What, what, that's uh, yeah, odd? It's, it's, it's not a retail game. It's not a AAA game. So, oh, I mean, okay. for indie games, yeah, like, 30 to 40 dollars is kind of standard um but i think for what you're getting you know i really like it i think i like the visual style it has like a low texture low poly kind of style to it um and it's overall like i've really enjoyed everything about it i think you unlock things at a pretty steady pace there's always something to work towards um i just unlocked a new primary weapon for the scout scout class um you're always getting 
cosmetic stuff so you can always change how your character looks it 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 does very much seem like a game that has really um gotten polished through the early access um stages and being kind of on xbox and pc for another year after that um has only really helped the game so yeah i've been thoroughly enjoying it i definitely recommend if you have playstation plus um why not give it a try i do think it it might lose a little bit of appeal if you don't have other people to play with. I don't. I haven't really tried single player all that much. I don't think it would be quite as enjoyable. It is very much a cooperative experience through and through. So to not have those teammates, I don't could be a little bit of a detriment. But there's enough there, and I think even with randos, is it online? A, is online co-op or local co-op, or you could do either? Uh, I think it's only online. I don't think no. there's local um, at all. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, I've really been enjoying it. The only thing I've been peeved about and this is something that we've experienced on uh back for blood is just like the playstation i don't know what they were doing in r&d or in play testing where they're like oh you know what if you're doing voice chat why don't we have the voices come out of the fucking controller what <laughs> the fuck was everything oh, to get it out of the tv um because like the controller is just not loud enough so you can't hear anybody unless you're literally putting the controller right to your ear. Well, you got to like I've, plug the headphones into the controller and then you got to like decide how much of the game you want to hear versus how much of people you want to hear. Yeah, I mean that's I mean really I just want to hear the game the, the basically the the party chat through the TV speakers cuz basically what happens now is you can't so the voice chat's coming through your controller so you know when you're playing a game and the music's pumping or things are getting loud. You just can't hear your teammates unless you put in headphones and putting in headphones is totally fine. It absolutely works. Um, everything you can hear, everything fine. What kind of sucks is like Christine's hanging out with me when I'm playing the game and she can't hear anything. So she can't hear Sean and Chris talking. So she's just looking at me play a game and just getting my side of the conversation. So it's not enjoyable for, you know, like a backseat. I mean, look, the way, someone. the way we, you and I've been playing the, and our friends have been playing PS five games. We just get on fucking Discord. Like, it just became easier at a certain point to, like... And that also part of it became a necessity because one of us is on a play on a fucking PC. But, like, we're on Discord and just, like, yeah, in theory, like... I don't know. I think they could have done a better job with that part. Yeah, I don't, I don't think know. They, I don't think. I don't think the they did great. There was, yeah. but um, but otherwise, yeah, really been enjoying the game. So yeah, definitely recommend recommend it. Um, a really strong month for PlayStation Plus. I kind of hope. Oh, this they pissed is... everybody off last month. I remember everybody was real annoyed with last month's games with the. Like, oh the, yeah, there was the one that wasn't was, like a full game or some shit. Yeah, the PS5 game like wasn't the full version or something, which I can't remember like guardians fall something fall i can't remember what it was but yeah that kind of rubbed people the wrong way so i mean anytime you can get a brand new game on playstation plus that's always appealing because that means that there's no chance that you would have already bought in this game so deep rock galactic was brand new to the playstation platform um and if they're going to bring new games of this quality uh you know that that subscription is really going to pay for itself um but yeah i've been having a lot of fun with that uh the only other thing i uh finished this week was me and christine finished uh witcher season two I enjoy the show. I think that is a uh, a universe, a story. I mean, what they've done, what they've built in there, I think the show could potentially be better. I enjoyed it. Um, but some of the bigger story arcs with like the nations warring, I wasn't as into. I was really, I was mostly tuned in when it was Geralt and Siri fighting monsters. I think that's really what I would like the show to be more about is just them traveling around fighting monsters and it it kind of had like this larger scale kind of thing going on which i just didn't find as appealing and i do feel kind of like game of thrones or 
some of these big fantasy worlds, sometimes it's just hard to keep everything in place. Like what's this nation and they're warring with who and what's, you know, now people are teleporting here and there. It's kind of hard to get a firm grasp on what's going on, but the show itself was, was fairly enjoyable. I just think the Witcher is such a rich universe to kind of pull stories from that. Like, I just think like the show could be more interesting and more involved. Um, but it's also would be really high budget. You know, I mean, you know, having CG monsters is not a cheap thing to pull off accurately. So I think what they've done is interesting. I mean, I'd be interested to see what they've done with season three. They did leave some cliffhangers at the end of season two. Um, so yeah, I, I'm definitely in enjoyment, but I do still wish like this is a series and kind of, you know, a universe that they, these shows could be better. I kind of hope, I kind of wish they, would do more stuff just like with the hunting of monsters. I really think that's like the coolest part about the whole Witcher franchise is like these guys are like born and bred and trained to go around and kill fucking monsters and, you know, do all their magic bullshit and stuff. And I think that that's there's definitely when they do that in the show, I'm definitely on board. And when it's kind of the politics and nations fighting each other, I'm a little less involved, but yeah, that's what I got this week. And a game that you recommended many times guardians of the galaxy um is yeah. 30 bucks at gamestop for ps5 yeah, it's it's been on sale for a while i do recommend it if you like single player games yeah my friend if you is, like marvel stuff you know my friend melissa was just like hey have you played Guardians of the galaxy i'm like no but i got mark who's fucking been selling people on his thing so it's 30 bucks if you want the physical yeah. game not bad like we said uh yeah it was one of my games of the year is one of the games i was anticipating the most and had a lot of fun with but a game that if you could rent it or because like I think once I played it through it once, maybe I'll play it through it again in a couple years or so when I get an itch. But like it's not some it's not something like Deep Rock where it's like you're going to constantly be having a reason to come back. You you complete the story and it's kind of like all right, that was fun. Um, one last thing, not to leave on a sad note, but just uh, rest in peace to Bob Saget. Yeah, um, that was random. Kind of. Yeah, um, not gonna act like I was the biggest Full House fan or the biggest America's Funniest Home Video fan, but I did watch both of those shows as a kid. You know, more America's Funniest Home Videos. Couldn't tell you I was watching the live version mm -hmm. or random reruns, Mark. I'll be honest with you, but I don't know. And then later on in life, finding out that Bob Saget was like a dirty comic. Yeah, that was kind of fun. That was a fun, fun, fun news right there. 65 years old, was recently battling COVID. There's no cause of death yet, apparently. um, Wasn't drugs is what they're saying, which a lot of people assume drugs, but... Yeah, um, I'm, I guess he had a, a comedy show the night before, and he, I, I think I, I read the tweet. He said like he went two hours, so like you know, it seemed like yeah. he was he was living it up and, and living his best life. So it's kind of sad to see him go right in the you know, the yeah, middle and of like especially like I know I don't know if I'm I know I'm not up to date with it. I don't know if you are, but that Fuller House show will still exist, and not that he's yeah. on every episode, but he'll you know, no, I, Grandpa yeah. Grandpa, uh, what's his name on the show? Danny Grandpa Danny. You know, Danny Tanner will show up and hang out with the grandkids. And I saw John Stamos's comment and John was like, he's like, man, I'm just, that was my guy. And, you know, you can tell like, you know, those guys have been, did a show on and off for fucking 30 years, probably, you know, in the middle there. So just sad. Yeah. I mean, I talked about it when Fuller House came on, like there's just some weird nostalgia appeal for me. Like I didn't even know, like I watched a lot of Full House. I didn't know how much I really like enjoyed mm. it until I started watching Fuller House and I was like still on board. I was like, man, I just it's just kind of nice to be back in this like comforting sitcom. Uh, I don't think I finished the second season they did. Yeah. Um, I think I'm I somewhere in the really second or third. It. I don't know how many they're at. Yeah. But, like, I don't you know, either. I look, I think I'm always in general, more forgiving of shows that are based out of the Bay area. 
and, you <laughs> sure, know, yeah. we've all like, I took Mike to go see like the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the houses, the, and... the, what's it called? Like the pink lady out or whatever lady houses it's mm-hmm. called, which, you know, the full house houses are there. Um, Steiner house, I think Steiner street, but you know, it's, it's a sad story. And, um, hopefully, I don't know if he, I think he had kids and stuff. So hopefully yeah. your family, you know, this, it's rough times out there, man. Um, yep. all right, guys. Um, that's really it for this week. Um, we're going to talk mm-hmm. about the UFC Heavyweight Championship next week, and we're going to yeah. see who's going to be the champion after that fight. We're going to see if either if any of us think that uh, Figueroa is going to take that title back. Spoiler alert: Mike and I, because now New York has got legal state gambling, we're talking about an Engano uh, Moreno parlay that pays mm. out at plus two thirty. Um, so uh, that's not bad. Quite frankly, I, th- I like I like you know. Maybe just bet on Moreno alone. He's a plus 170. That might just be like a nice chunk. I mean, minus 170. That seems pretty reasonable to me, you know, for a guy who handedly won the second fight. Um, mm-hmm. Until then, uh, please be safe out there. Um, if you're, please get the booster and, you know, mask up, folks, because Omicron's running wild, man. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, I was Dr. Law. This is DJ Mark. Our boy uh, Lavender Goom should be back next week. He's currently at this moment, Mark. He's got a two hundred dollar bet on Alabama to win the national championship, mm. and they are up nine to six in the third oh, quarter. There you go. So he's feeling good. Right there. He's yeah. feeling better already. <laughs> um, okay, guys, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much. Goodbye. See ya.